Tonight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are going to be talking about our favorite scenes from the MCU. Uh, we're going to break it down. We're going to work it out and figure out what all of our favorite scenes are. Uh, so, spoiler alert for the whole thing, because we're going to talk pretty much about every MCU movie uh, and TV show. So, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. This very special episode is our first commissioned episode. Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy is one of our Patreons, our patrons, at patreon.com slash mcucast. He threw, uh, threw us some shekels to make every episode, which was super sweet of him. Um, we're really excited to have everyone who's supporting us there. But uh, he's supported at a level that allows him to commission an episode. And if you would like to commission an episode... We will talk about any topic you want. Honestly, MCU or not. Uh, (laughs) And you know, most of the commission topics have been MCU related. Oh, so far. uh, So far. But, you know, like, if you just want to hear us talk about something and you think it's... Honestly, it's kind of interesting because, like, if it's a topic you think we might not normally cover, like, what we think about a certain movie or whatever... Feel free. Uh, I think I'm excited about the whole commissioner episode idea because it might get us branching off into some new ideas, new things. And this one was a cool idea. Uh, he wants us to come up with our top ten Marvel Cinematic Universe scenes. That's between me and Jeff. We're going to come up with our top ten scenes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are that's you, that's across films, TV, Netflix, yeah, one shots, all of it. That's right, the whole thing. So we're gonna do it, and what we're gonna the way, we, the way it's gonna work is we're gonna start at ten, count them down. Uh, our individual lists. We have not looked at each other's lists, uh, and we're gonna count down our individual lists, and we're gonna get through some math. We're gonna give each one an individual number, and then as we uh, get through the list. We'll see, uh, you know, uh, I can explain the math on it, but basically, number one is going to get 10 points, number two is going to get nine points, number three is going to get eight points, reverse order like that. Whatever ones get the most points, those are our favorite scenes together. And then we're going to discuss the list and break any ties through conversation if we can. And if we can, I'm going to wake up my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> originally, I said I was going to ask my girlfriend. To break the ties, but now she's asleep. So let's hope there's not any ties we can't break because I don't want to get broken I up really, with tonight. Really don't. Yeah, it's not just the tie that gets broken. It's your relationship. It's my relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Uh, you want to you flip a coin to see who starts? Uh, sure. Do you have a coin? No. Well, that's a good start. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, go. I'm going to spin this fidget spinner. Oh, God. And if it, it aims... Oh wait, no, fidget spinners take forever to spin. Um, <laughs> Alright, I'm going to flip this phone. No, that's a bad idea. Okay. Um, whoever this pin aims at. Ready? Random number. It aimed at me. Between one and two. I get... <laughs> I'm one, you're two. Okay. I'm going to hit generate. Okay. Generate, go. Bye. Oh, it's a one. All okay. right. I'm one, you're two, so I'm going to go first. Okay. My number 10. Number 10. My number 10 scene for, for Matt. all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is from the very first movie. Oh, yeah. Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1. Throw down what you got. I am Iron Man. And then the the crowd goes nuts. The crowd goes nuts. That's my number 10 scene is the final scene from Iron Man 1 when we truly get a taste of who the character of Tony Stark is, because we this is the first this may be the first superhero movie where he doesn't care about his secret identity. Yeah, you know that's a thing. It's a trope in every single uh, every single one is that you got you got to care you got to care about it. You don't let anybody know about your secret identity. But he just stands up and says it would be. Well, I wouldn't want you to think that I was. Uh, and then he looks around at the hot women in the room, and he goes, 
I am Iron Man. It's like, truth, <laughs> the truth is, I am Iron Man. It's so good. Everybody stands up and it's just questions, 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 questions. Um, and so uh, that's that's my first. That's my first scene. I don't have any scenes from Iron Man One on my list at all. Ah, okay. It's a fantastic movie. I love all of the scenes in it, but none of them touch me emotionally the way that my uh, one through ten do. Yeah, I, I, I read really. There's some of these I really had a hard time structuring because, man, if, if, is it an emotional payoff? Is it a uh, you know, like I do, what is the payoff? Oh, I do want to say that my number eleven is probably when he in Iron Man one when he uh, crawls out of the crater and is looking at the tank and like kind of stands up and the tank shoots at him and he just dodges to the side like rolls his shoulder back to the for the dodge and then fires this little bitty missile at it and then the tank explodes and he's walking away from it like whatever oh yeah that's an amazing fight. that is an amazing scene yeah uh i'd there, probably put that at number 11 there are definitely some scenes in here that i don't have emotional uh, connection with yeah that are just amazing scenes and i just couldn't leave them off oh yeah um i i too have that my number two is one of those all right cool well uh, let's get you number 10 <laughs> my What's number, your number 10, 10 though is when uh Thor sacrifices himself for Sif in the first Thor movie. Sif says, I will die a warrior's death. Songs will be sung about me on this day. Or song, songs will be sung about this day. Tales which, which, will be told. Which one is that? Is in, it in the Thor first one? one. Yeah, in Thor 1 when he's fighting the Destroyer. Before he got his hammer back. And he says, live and tell those stories yourself. And then she hands him his shield and runs away. And he's... He like stands up and is just like I'm going to I'm going to take the brunt of this. I have matured enough and I care about my friends enough to know that I need to do this. I need to handle this. And that just that says so much about the character and what he's willing to give for the people that he loves. That's cool. I really really love that scene. That's a cool scene. That's a cool scene. Um cool. Well, number 9, I guess. Number 9, what you got? Number 9. It's a dance-off. Dance-off, bro! Dance-off, bro. <laughs> Me versus you. That's 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 my number nine. Um, <sighs> at first, I really bounced around. This is actually the only Guardians scene on my list. Uh, and I really labored over that because I love Guardians so much. And I put a ton of things on my initial list that I, that I narrowed down. You're whittled down. And so many of them involve dancing. <laughs> I really thought about dancing Groot. I really thought about that first sequence where he dances. Yeah. I think that sets the tone for the whole movie. Wait, which dancing Groot? Talking about dancing baby Groot in the pot or <laughs> dancing baby Groot? I had both on my list okay. at different points. All right. Um and, and I I love those, but the the thing that's clinched it for this one is that not only is he dancing? He's being his silly Star Lord self, the silly guardians that they are. But they're going against this crazy, uh, maniacal Ronan who is not a silly villain, who is dead serious. And I just the way that James Gunn put those two completely emotionally different places together and had them just exist alongside each yeah, other. These two very diametrically opposed like places they they Foes. could have been in. Yeah. Um, they, 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 distracting a, that's you, that's amazing. Awesome. And then when I really thought about the scene even more, this is the same scene where he finally reaches out and grabs his mother's hand. And then I start to get choked up thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's got to be on my list. Can I tell you something? What's that? That where he reaches out to his mother's hand finally. Yep. And then, and finally bookends that and, and accepts that. That's what made this scene my number one. Oh, it's your number one? My number one. Wow. That emotional weight of, in the beginning of the movie, he walks away. He steps away from his mother's hand as she dies. And his world collapses around him. And you can see it in the kid's face. Wow. And that weight stays with him forever. Man, our first match. And it's nice. a number nine and a number one. I did not expect to match so soon, especially to get your number one. Yeah. Uh, man. It's, it's, I totally, it's, I'm totally with you. It's an amazing scene. Yep. It's the. It's it's all about that emotional weight. <sighs> You're making me question and putting it at nine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm questioning. Um, you put it at nine too. I, 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 there's so many. There's just so many, man. There's just so many. Yep. Um, but 
And yeah, you, you, there's definitely a case for it being one. I'm totally with you. And uh, man, the more I think about it, the more emotional weight I'm remembering. And I'm like, dang, that maybe you may be right. Yep, I may be crazy. It was when <laughs> shut up. It's when his whole world is crashing down. He was trying to stop the destruction of Xandar. He wanted to keep this world from crashing down by sacrificing himself. He knew that this is going to be a suicide mission, but he grabbed onto the Power Stone, even though he knew, he had seen how powerful it was. It destroyed a person in front of him. Yeah. And he went for it. He still grabbed it. And then... He fought through that to reach out and grab his mother's hand because he didn't want another world to crash down around him like that one did. Yeah, and he finally gets the emotional closure of the entire movie of where he, he, him being a scared little boy and running away, it's like he really becomes a man in that moment. Like, I can finally take my mother's <sighs> hand. And and, do you, and there's this sense you get where the, the, this, this gym... Uh, is somehow actually reaching out through the past and touching his mother. Like right. uh, that's the sense you get. It's it's it, it has that same Doctor Strange purple look about it, um, and it really does. You get the sense that maybe there's an actual connection there between them in that moment it, it, with his actual mother wherever she is. Like yep. it just oh, such and a- then and then Drax and Rocket could have easily just not touched Peter, not touched him at all. Could have just watched him and like, man, this is going to suck. When they explode, I liked those guys. Yeah. But, but Drax went mm-hmm. for it. He said, you know, uh, what was it? Oh, God. He said, I would be honored to fight beside you and in the end join my family again. Or see my family again. So he stuck to that. He stuck to that and said, you know, if these guys are going to go down, I'm going down too. I am not going to give this up without a fight. So maybe I can help. And then Rocket, in one of the biggest turns from being an asshole to being a self-sacrificing person, touches Drax's finger to help out. And it's just that little last oomph that they needed. It's so good. (laughs) It makes me laugh every time when he touches the finger. He just grabs onto his finger. Because I remember when I was a kid, my dad used to do that when we were crossing the street. He'd be like, hold my finger. Yep. Because I was a little kid and I'd just grab onto one finger. Your hand wasn't that big. Yeah. Uh... Hold my finger. Yep. Uh, and, and yeah, good good stuff. So, yeah, that's what makes it my number one. Is oh, that man, that's awesome. Immense that's, emotional weight. Man, that, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, let's see. My number nine uh, was in the Jessica Jones series when, uh, I, I call it when Jessica loses hope in AKA 1000 Cuts. I believe it's the ninth episode. When uh, she's in the bar, Kilgrave has Hope um, Schlotman sitting at the table, and the three, I think it's three or four people in nooses on the bar, standing on the bar, he forces them all to walk off. Hope stabs herself in the neck so that she doesn't have to be controlled by him anymore. And at that moment, you get Jessica can't save everybody. And she loses hope, not just the person, but also she loses hope that she can beat Kilgrave without killing him. Yeah. And that there's that... She decides in that moment she has to murder. Right. She has to kill in order to stop this psychopath. Yeah. And she's able to save, you know, three or four people from from hanging themselves. And they hate her for it. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you let us do that? And she's like, well, shit, you're welcome, assholes. (laughs) And then Hope stabs herself in the neck and like with the with the stem of that glass. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's you feel for her at that point. You have to watch her decide to do this really dark thing and go to that dark place. It just it hurts a lot. It's got another again yeah. another big emotional weight. I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. That's a that's a that's a wonderful scene. You went real emotional on this this list. I, you know, I've got some fight scenes in here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, my number eight is actually from Jessica Jones. Really, but a different scene. Oh, police station. Oh yeah, with all the guns pointed at all the Which, each other. I remember. I was I was thinking about that scene. I was like, what's my favorite scene from Jessica Jones? And I was like, I remember that police station scene being really good. And I was trying to remember why it's resonated so hard. And it was in the trailer. It was like something that led up to it. It was. I remember it being the first thing where I was like, "Oh, Kilgrave is so creepy." Yeah. But the thing that 
pushed it over the top and put it, put it on my list is that's the scene where we find out Kilgrave's intentions. Yeah. He's not trying to kill her. Yeah. He loves her. He's infatuated. He's infatuated. And it makes, it pushes him, his creepiness to a whole new level and makes the whole thing just so, some, like, a different kind of poetic. Like, it's just so good. And one of my favorite lines, I rewatched it today, uh, and one of my favorite lines was when he says, when, when she tells him she loves him, she's like, she's like, I'll be with you. And he's like, no, you're not with me. He says, he says, you're not with me. You're, uh, uh, yeah. I, I may have, I, I may have never experienced love, but I know what it is. I've seen television. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's just like, you realize he's just this petulant child who wants what he wants. And he is, uh, he's just, he just wants her. He doesn't even hate her. He, he just doesn't know how to love. And you start to sort of feel for him in that moment, but you're also so scared of him. I just think that scene is, uh, Amazing. So that was, was my number eight. All right. All right. <clears throat> my number eight is also from a Netflix series from Luke Cage, though. Uh, if you recall in episode three, okay, when he takes out the the Christmas Attics building. Right. Yeah. There was a scene there where that kid held a gun to his head and was like, what are you doing here? And he he just lays out everything about Christmas Addicts and how Christmas Addicts, he could have laid down in the trenches. He could have just stayed down, but he stepped up and he went for it. And he became, you know, the first black man to die in the Revolutionary War. But he stepped up when he didn't have to. And Pops did the same thing. Pops stepped up and he, he could have just laid in the cut like I did. But he decided to be a hero and then you can see, like, this, this thought is what's weighing down Luke Cage for most of the rest of the season. But he's, he's having to deal with the guilt of having, you know, he could have saved Pops. He could have been the hero before, and then Pops would probably still be alive. Mm. But because he didn't want to step out and be that public hero, or do right. the heroic thing, or do the big thing that Pops was pushing him to do... He suffered for it, and Pops ended up dying, and he... That's his Uncle Ben. That's yeah, his Uncle Ben. It really is. Is that, you know, he had to watch Pops die, and now now he's finally making the choice to do something about it, to step up. And then he says, he turns to the guy, and he's like, what? Do it. Do it. Pull the trigger. You chicken, and grabs the gun from him, and shoots himself in the stomach. And the kid runs away. And he just breaks the gun and then walks in and trashes the place. I love that scene. Yeah, that's awesome. <sighs> that's awesome. Great scene. I'm okay. I'm okay. You want, you want to go first on the next one? <sighs> well, you should maybe alternate. So if you match one, you know, you're not always the one getting matched on, you know? Okay, yeah. All right. So how about you go next? Okay. So number seven. <sighs> my number seven. I have to breathe on that last one. Yeah, that's that emotional, a man. You got it. That's a big one. Okay. My number seven. Is the repetition of a single phrase. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Ha! <laughs> nice. And you have a match with me on that one. Yes! <laughs> you got a match with me on that one. Um, I have that as my number... Five. Okay. I have that as my number five. So nice. Nice. Yeah, that, uh, that scene... It shows the growth of that character again. Like it shows that he's willing to just sit there in eternity and and be that that thorn in the side of this like almost an elder god basically. This thing that has never known time, has existed forever and is super extra powerful and you're in his house, but you're going to be the thorn in the side to like you're going to bring this one thing that he's never seen and then mess with him for it and if he never gives up, then he never gives up. But he doesn't—he doesn't attack your world anymore, and that's okay. Because as long as you've stopped him from attacking your world, you're still the hero. Yeah, that is just—that's so great. It's—it's. It's, this is literally the moment. And this is a moment we don't see in many in many hero movies. But it's the moment that like, it's such a Christ story. Like a lot of hero movies 
try to do the Christ thing. Yeah. Like laying out Spider-Man in a cross pose. Right. Or whatever. Being carried by all the people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, they try to do the Christ thing, right? Yep. But this is literally him dying to his ego and him literally dying over and over, uh, and not to get too Christian. I think we, di- I think I discussed this back when we were uh, discussing it. But like, not only the Eastern religion idea of dying of the ego death, but like the the Christian idea of dying to yourself every day is is, is the thing. You're supposed to die to yourself so that you can live, uh, you know, live live in Christ live a better life right. and he literally decides to die repeatedly over and over and over we don't know how long he was in that loop yeah he's just dying over and over in new and various ways every yeah. time <laughs> to 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 leave Dorma to trap dormammu it's just so smart and different and i just had to put it on my list because it's so different yeah from it's such every a different other... way to win yeah he didn't beat up dormammu he could not beat up dormammu there's no way he had to think of a clever and like spend himself he had to spend himself to to to, to do that you know yeah so that's that's a, I, I love it and it's it. so true to doctor strange to to find that extra way of like well i can't beat him with spells i can't just like make him go away i can't the i guess what i have to do is convince him that it's not worth it <laughs> it's so smart it's so smart and so good i really love it yep yep so what's your what's number, your number seven. 6 that's like 7 7 is that was number 7 no that was your number 7 it was oh, my number right. five. This is your number five. My bad. What's your um, number seven? My number seven is Vulture in the car. Spider Man. Giving Spider Man the talk. Yep. Giving the dad talk. My my number my number four my number seven is dad talk. That's my number six. Oh yeah. Yeah. We match again. And so Cheers. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah. Just an amazing scene, right? Yes, yes it was. And we haven't watched it a bazillion times to know no. all the words to it, but that the whole interaction when Peter knows that it's Tombs, he knows who he is. He knows that that guy is the bad guy. Yeah. The whole interaction when he shows up and he's at the house, Peter's completely unprepared, and he just freezes. Like, my heart stopped and everything, but then that the reaction or the, the I'm sorry, the revelation where he's he's like, I think I know your voice and then he finally understands. He's putting the pieces together. Yeah. And he's asking the questions. It's really fun to watch him Work. turn it over you in his mind. You can watch the gears turning. Yeah. And you can tell great piece of cin- like the cinematography in this, like there's a great little shot, a great use of lighting, uh, to show the moment that he realized, the moment that he understood and knew, just damn it, it's this kid that has been screwing with my operation. <laughs> when he pulls up to the light, the light is red. The red washes over his face. Oh, That's man. the moment that you, that he knows. That's awesome. And it is so great That's to see so that. That's so good. I didn't notice that. Uh, I just... And I also love... It's, it's Peter's moment of choice, too. And this is not really this scene... But it's also it is this moment. Uh, the fact that Peter leaves his phone in the car to be followed, yep, is such a cool moment, and it is it, it's just it's it's his decision to be Spider Man over all else. Yep, he's being Spider Man more than he's being Peter Parker. Yep, in that moment he decides to like for, like risk the life of his family and friends, which is not not even a reasonable choice. Like. You kind of—he's kind of not making a good choice there, but it's—it's it's perfect because he's the hero thing. He's Spider-Man, and he's not going to give up being that hero. Yep. Um, even even if it risks his family, which is the same choice that Tony makes after Iron Man Two. Unfortunately, Tony has—I mean, Iron Man Three. Unfortunately, Tony has to make that off-screen. At some point, he decides to join up and go fight Hydra. Yeah. Even though it, it's risking his relationship with Pepper. Um, but yeah, so good, so so good. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, well, so I guess it's up to your number six because we just talked about my number six. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. My number six is the Daredevil hallway scene, season one, mm-hmm. the OG hallway scene. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> that one shot. The one shot took like eight or nine takes oh to get my, it. Oh my gosh, is it amazing? It is. I. That's I, why it's my number three. Nice. <laughs> Another match. <laughs> yes. And that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a high match too. It is. Um, that one's gonna be up there on the list. Daredevil hallway scene season one. Uh, it's so funny that we have something of the same. Uh, like, <laughs> I knew we would, but I knew we'd match on some. But it is amazing that we like over all 16 movies and like 10 seasons of television and we're still like <laughs> this scene right here real good this one really resonates this one really resonates and it's, you know we talk about it every week so we know what we we know what we like we know what we've we've discussed but still yeah daredevil season one episode two end of the season what, what's a what I wasn't sure if it was going to work. There were a lot from Daredevil that I wanted to put on the list. Um, there, there's the season two hallway scene. Yeah. Um, there's the but there's the Punisher on the rooftop. Oh, uh, that's where, a good one. Where Punisher and Daredevil have the discussion. There's the first scene in Daredevil where he's in the confessional booth, and you really get a sense of who Matt Murdock is. Uh, inside before he ever goes out and fights crime, which is just something they don't do. On these, on, on on a lot of superhero things, uh, you really get a sense of who he is, and I just, w- I rewatched a few of these scenes, and the thing that got me was just how emotionally resonant the scene is, even though it's just a fight scene in quotation marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get a sense of who he is because of how hard he's fighting. Yeah, and then at the end of the scene, he he rolls up. Still one shot. Still one shot. He opens the door at the end of the hallway. He rolls up his mask to show his kind face, so he doesn't scare the child. And then he says, "I'm here to help. Um, I'm here to I'm here to help." And it's just like this, such a sweet moment where he gets to really embrace this child and carries the child through all these bodies of fallen uh fallen criminals and uh, just it's so good and he's fighting through all of that even after being like shot and stabbed and just maimed and then left in a dumpster he gets he he gets the living shit kicked out of him and is being repaired throughout most of that episode and then when he finds the information that he needs to go and save the kid, he says, my injuries be damned. I've got ropes on my hands. This means I'm going to win. Like <laughs> He just goes for it. He's just like, you know what? I've, I've been beaten, but it's not about how many times you get beaten. It's about how many times you stand up. That's right. That's right, Rocky. Uh, <laughs> that- the the very first... It's true, though. In the very first scene uh, of, of Daredevil... Um, he talks about how his father would uh, would get to a point in the bat in a, in a bout, yep. and his arms would just drop by his side, and he'd walk forward like he feared nothing. And that moment, he becomes that personage of his father. Yep. He walks forward down that hallway with his arms by his side, uh, and it's just it just it's just such a cool cool moment of him. Uh, embracing his darkness so that he can be the light for this kid. Uh, just so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, so that was, that your, was your number three? That was my number three. Nice. Yep. I'm not going to have much in the top of this, I Well, guess. yeah, we, we're probably both. Uh, well, yeah, that's funny, because I've got, obviously, I've got five left. Um, <laughs> and obviously, we've called a few years, so a few of these are probably not on your list, um, which is funny. Um so that was your. You said that was your number six. That was my number six. You want my number five, or do you want your number five to come? Uh, out? Either way, I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. I already said my number five. I'd like to make a bargain. That's my number five. Ah, uh, yeah, that was your number so, five. So yeah, we need what's my your number, number five? five? My number five was when uh, Erskine sat down with young Steve Rogers before the transformation and gave him uh, gave him the talk. Of why he oh, chose him. The, the vodka scene. Yes. He's like, oh, we can't let this go to waste, and pours it in his own glass. Yep. yep. Yeah, when that's a said, great scene. He basically told him, like, the reason I chose you is not because you were the biggest or the strongest, it's because you were a good man. And then this serum, this procedure, is going to make everything amplified. So bad becomes worse, good becomes great. And I know that after all of this, that you are going to be a good man. And then when he dies, 
mm-hmm. when he gets shot later, he points at Steve's heart. Says he just points, and Steve knows you have to be a good man. That's right. This is his legacy. Yes. Like Steve Rogers is his legacy. They could have given that serum serum to any of those douches at the at the base, but they didn't. They but gave Steve it to Steve is Rogers. The one that dove on the grenade for everybody That's right. else. You know, I, I feel like Ugh. almost like we should combine two of our scenes, but we're not going to do that. Okay. But we'll talk about it once we get to my scene. Okay. Because I have a scene from that movie as well, and uh, it's 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 similar. We might should okay. combine the scenes, uh, but but we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. I guess. All right. So that was my number five. That's your number five. That's awesome. That's what's, a great great number five. What's your number four? My number four. He killed my mom. Ooh. He killed my mom. Oh, the final fight in Civil War is amazing because it's just so emotional and so you can absolutely see everyone's point of view in that fight. And they are fighting to the death at that point. Yep. Like it's no longer it's no longer Kid Gloves airport scene, which is also an amazing scene. But it is we are we're gonna kill each other. We yeah. are gonna fight to the death. Um at least on at least on Iron Man's side. I was and, very close to putting I can do this all day from that scene on my list. Yeah. Well that's that's whole that whole scene is amazing. And yep. that, that that line's in there. I even some of the f- just plain old fighting stuff is super fun. Like um when like, I, screw it, I'm eyeballing it. Yeah. Takes his helmet yeah. off. Oh yeah, that's great. But also, the opposite of that, when Iron Man is fighting Captain America, and he said, and and and, and the the suit says we won't be able to beat him hand to hand, and he's like analyze tactics, yep. and the suit analyzes Captain America's fighting style, and the suit fights for Tony. Yep. Oh gosh, that's so cool! Let's kick his ass. And of course, the most amazing shot directly out of comic books when Iron Man is blasting his shield and, he's and it shield zooms shield. out. Oh god, yes! Um, that scene is beautifully shot, wonderful action, wonderful emotional payoff. It's just on the tops of so so many for for so many reasons. It's my number four, um, and yeah. Uh, it's 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 super good, just yep. just great. That was a good scene. Oh, my number four. My number four is Punisher's monologue in the graveyard Ooh. in Daredevil season two, episode four, when he's sitting against the the tombstone and is telling the story about how he uh, how he came back from fighting overseas. And embraced his little girl and like went home to his family. Just the oh god, the weight of that. The just you can see all of that pain that he's dealing with because that family that he loved so much that he fought for, he had friends die around him, like all of his friends, buddies dying around him in war. And he comes back, and this family is there for him. He loves them so much. They love him so much, and everybody's just so emotional about it. And then he has to watch all of them die around him just because some gangs came together in the middle of Central Park. And that's what he has to deal with, and that's what he's fighting against. And you cannot... You cannot fault him for that. Man, and and you understand his mental state, like... And it, and it brings it brings Matt Murdock around to his side almost like at the end of the season he brings him in on a on a job because he's like Matt Murdock uh, like I I I know I don't always agree with his tactics but I trust this man to have my back yeah um, and I'll unleash him on the hand because I just I need I need the help and and this this is a man who his heart is in the right place even if it's not. Even if he's doing the wrong things, right, right, and oh, yeah. and I think I think he is doing the wrong things. Like I think Matt Murdock's right, but the Punisher has been in such a dark place, and he's fighting against a world of problems. He's not just fighting against a single villain who did a wrong thing. He he had he was it's like this random act that killed his daughter and his wife and he is like trying to fight against this world. Now, I don't know where they're going to go with that. It seems like maybe there was more to it than that. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to we may find more out, but man, so good. 
I'm so happy he's getting his own season. Oh, I am or his too. Own show. I am too. That's gonna be that's gonna be just amazing. I pulled up the uh, the monologue if you know if we wanted to go through reading it, but it's a little bit on the long side, and God, it's gonna make me cry. Yeah, no, it's like a five minute monologue, man. It's a good one though. I, it is so good, it's but so everyone just watch it. Like, I, as much as I like our acting abilities, I think that uh, we l- we'll let John Bernthal handle that one. Yeah, he can keep that one. <laughs> okay, so. Number three was my, my number three at least was the Daredevil hallway fight. That's which right. we already talked about. My number three is one that we Did might. Did we get to your number four? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was You Killed My Mom. Okay. Okay. What's your number three? My number three is one we might want to combine because it's very similar. You even mentioned it in your description of your Captain America scene, the grenade scene. Okay, and 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 when it, when it, when it, I actually mean the entire training montage leading up to the grenade scene. That is my, that's one of my scenes because that's just where he proves his, he proves his metal. Like that's yep. that's Captain America, um, like proving himself to Erskine, and I and I just. When he jumps on that thing, I I seriously cry every single time he jumps on that grenade because it's there's so many men around him that are big beefy like uh, I'm literally about to cry talking about it. There's so many men around him, and Steve Rogers has never had the chance to serve, and he wants to serve so bad his country that when he sees that grenade, he sees all these men around who are more capable than he, who can go do the things he may not be able to do. And he sees a little opportunity to give his life in that moment to, to save, save somebody, even just a couple of men who might make a difference on the battlefield. And he jumps on it. And while he's laying on it, ready to die, he's screaming for everyone to back up. Yeah. Get and back. That scene it just gets me every time and then I Tommy think Lee about J- it. Every time, every time I think about it, and every time I uh, you cry a little bit more. Yeah, it's so good, man. Ugh. And then Tommy Lee Jones says he's still skinny. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if we; those are different scenes, but they're real close together. They're literally, I think, scene a scene apart. I think they have that scene, and that is the next scene, and it's kind of one. And you even mentioned the grenade, like. I don't know if we should combine those or not into one scene. I don't think so. I think it's it's mostly just the talk in mind. All right. It's it's the talk about how good yeah. a man he is. Uh, yeah, to me it's the actions are are or what it's important to me. Like yeah. Erskine talking whatever. It's great. It's a great scene, but when yeah. he acts, the act of jumping on that grenade is so important to me. And and the rest of the scene's fun, too. It's like the whole training montage of him getting the flag down and <laughs> getting to ride back to base. Like, all that <laughs> stuff's you, fun. Uh, all that stuff's fun. But, like, when he jumps on that grenade, gets me every time. Yep. So that's, the, that yeah. was my number three. You've already said your number three, right? Yeah, it was the Daredevil hallway fight. All right. I'm wondering. You've already said your number one, too. Yep. What's your, so number, ma'am, what's your number two? My number two. Airport. Civil War Germany. That's right. Airport. The airport That's scene. my number two. Number two. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because so that fight scene is so damned amazing. This is everything that we that we've been hoping for with building a shared universe. We get finally we get everybody is on the field at the same time. We get to play with all of the toys. Yeah. We get to play with all of the toys. Well, we get to play with all but two of the toys. <laughs> Thor and Hulk are off doing something else. Right. I'm sure that this will fall completely off whenever Infinity War comes out and it's just like <laughs> fucking everybody's out there. Yeah. But for now, like, this is so good. And this is, like, this is the first time that we get to see Giant Man. We get to see Ant-Man do a really cool thing. Yeah, they do, an, they do an amazing job in that scene of, like, giving everyone something to do. And... I got something pretty big. Everyone has a little arc. It's just so good. Everybody's got their lines that are just great. Like, Ant-Man was hilarious. We talked about it, but everyone in that movie only has... A, a lot of people in that movie only have a few lines. Yep. Because you just can't crowd that movie out because you've got to focus on Steve and Tony, but they all they all have such great things to do that you really get a sense of all their characters all the more. Yeah, like even even the non powered people of of Clint and Natasha are they're fighting each other. They know like 
we're really the only ones that can like take the other one out like well we're the only ones that won't get just decimated by whatever punch right right. like i like i obviously can't take out the vision so i'm gonna go fight natasha (laughs) that's just not a thing i can do so they're fighting each other and they even stop in the middle of it and say we're still friends right it depends on how hard you hit me yeah that's super fun that's so fun and then he's about to get or no she's about to get the upper hand on him and wanda stops it Wanda intervenes and throws her off to the side. You're pulling your punches. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. You, I mean, it's friends. <laughs> They're it's friends. A, it's a friend. It's a big spar, right? <laughs> and, oh, you get, I mean, he, I, I like to focus on the Giant Man aspect because it was such a, a great turn. It was the first showing of Giant Man. And it's not even in an Ant-Man movie. It's in Ant-Man's little, like, five-minute blip in the in the movie. It's like, oh, shit. His his small part turned into a really big part. Yeah. <laughs> and then at that moment, you get everybody working together. Peter has this great idea. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's a, that is a really cool idea. You're still young, but that's a really great idea. Let's do this. <laughs> and so he wraps him up. You know, you've got Spider-Man hanging on to War Machine as War Machine's flying, and you got Spider-Man like on the web, like swinging, just like wafting in the breeze behind him. Yeah, and then the- transfers over, and just it's so cool to see everybody working together like that. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's super great to see uh, the the teams work together in ways that we just you just don't expect, and it <sighs> and it comes together so flawlessly. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Super, super great, man. Oh. That is a great scene. And we both picked it. And we, you know, I I feel like my last two, and that, and that, that being my second one, we, we tied, we got, we got, we, we matched on number two. Um, my last two are, are pure spectacle. I mean, and I love the airport scene. It's great to see. But these two, the, the emotion that is in the scenes is less in the scene and more in the, it's more in me. It's more in the nerd it's more boy in my excitement. Me, yeah, that has been waiting to see this on screen forever. You know, yeah. waiting to see this kind of connectivity. And I love when powers are used well, and you get to see like you know Spider-Man webbing and this person flying and this person oh, using his shield. And, and we got you know the Ant-Man on the arrow when you know oh, when Hawkeye right. fired the arrow straight oh, out of the so comics, good. straight out of the comics, um, and. This last one is 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 similar. It's it's probably more the emotions in me than it is on the screen. You got emotions but in you. It does it does have a pretty amazing emotional climax in the end, and that is my number one, the Chitari fight scene. Oh yeah. When we finally get all of the Avengers working the together. First, it's basically airport. It, it, the airport it's scene. Airport light. You know, we were talking. We were talking about it. How uh, Daredevil season one and season two. You've got these hallway fight scenes, but you kind of got to go with the original fight scene because it's like, even though the second is inherently sort of better than the first, the first one has this emotional weight and this sort of like amateurness to it yeah not to the not to the shooting of it but the the fighting of it yeah the ragtag bunch of heroes kind of you know forced into into working together finally get their shit together standing in a circle and then you get that little bit of tony stark just just finally giving in and saying you know what maybe i'm not the best tactician call it cap yeah call it cap so good and, and and again, them using their powers together, and in this case, they're not fighting each other. They're fighting just a big, nameless force. But you still have great moments in that, like Tony Stark acting with all that vibrato with Loki. Oh, yeah. He's fixing himself a drink yep. and, and putting on his, you know, he's, he's, he's secretly getting ready for battle, but he's... Threatening you. <laughs> oh, 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 no, I'm not here to surrender. I'm here to threaten you. Yeah, uh, it's so good, and you've got <laughs> the Hulk smashing uh, puny Everything. the puny god. Oh yes, that's amazing. There's so much in that scene to love, and it's and and it it finally caps off with uh, Tony Stark seeing the universe for the first time. Yeah, and seeing how small he is. Yep, and for the first time we get Tony Stark. With fear in his eyes, really. The first time we really have Tony Stark with fear in his eyes. And it's that he sees 
a Chitari mothership. And he wins the battle, but falls to Earth and starts building a million Iron Man suits because he's got to be ready. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I You know, there's another a great spectacle in there, like less about the emotion, but the great spectacle is that the one shot, the oneer in in that scene or in that fight sequence when it follows Iron Man around, like he flies up. He lands next to Cap. He, you know, kicks a couple of guys, blasts Cap's shield. Cap directs it around. They take out a swath of them. And then he blasts up past, uh, you know, on the... Takes out a couple of, of the Chitari guys that are on the side of the building. Goes past Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the long one right? Yeah, the yeah. long one there. That and is... That's one of the main reasons I put that on this list. Like yes. This, that's, that, sh- that one shot where it, it shows all of them using their powers in different ways. Yep. Uh, that's just what the MCU is about in a lot of ways. And again, there is some emotional stuff in there, but it's mostly just this huge spectacle. Yeah. And I, and I just had to put it on the list. It had to, it made my number one because it's, I, when I think of the MCU, it's the thing, it's the pinnacle of what they've done, you know, and not, not to say nothing's been better, but it's, it's the first time we saw them all working as a team. Six Avengers, you know? Yeah. Uh, just, just great. I, I really like that scene as well. It pained me to not put it on the list, but I wanted the, the Civil War Germany scene. Right. I wanted the airport scene. Yeah. Real bad on my list. But then like the Guardians Ronin, like the, the yeah, bookend of him reaching out to his mom really just, tore me to pieces. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're I had right. to put it on number one. Um, so, I wanted to throw out a few scenes to get, to get before we to the, figure Honorable out the order. Mentions. Honorable mentions. I had a few that I just didn't get to really say. I already said a couple of them mentioned, um, but uh, one is Vision picking up the hammer. for Vision picking up the hammer. Yeah. It's yeah. just a great scene. It established how, how much of a shorthand can you have to establish a character than... Who is this mysterious guy? He seems powerful. We're all scared. Oh, he picked up the hammer. He's good. He's, He's cool. He's worthy. It's like it's such a great moment. Yeah. Um, I had the, I almost put this on there because I really wanted it. It's such a fun scene. Uh, Iron Man two, Black Widow and Happy. Yes, Black Widow and Happy in the ring. No. Oh, okay. Black Widow beating all the guys in the hallway while Happy fights the one Because you think she's a secretary up until that moment. You know she's not. Personally, I didn't. Well, everyone knew she was playing Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, So meta, we know. But in in the movie... Happy had no freaking idea. Happy has no idea. And he fights the one guy at the door. And then he has this long slog against one guy where they're basically boxing each other. Finally takes him down and looks behind him. And Natasha Romanov has destroyed like 30 men and left this hallway completely destroyed. The best part of that is he, before he looks behind the guy, he goes, I got him! Like, this was the only yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, I got him. I got him. <laughs> and then I got he him. looks, and there's a guy hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a dude that's electrocuted. Like, what? So good. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but the, the group dancing and Star-Lord dancing at the beginning of that movie. A lot of really, dancing. Really loved those. Um, the Hydra reveal in Cap 2. I, I, I left it off because oh. I, don't, I don't think it has a scene... That makes me. The scene is upon rewatching it. I'm not like this scene is amazing. It's great, but it's the reveal, and that and that's so why I left it off. But it, man, it, it I wanted to put it on in there. the in the bunker that was uh, yeah the old shield bunker exactly yeah I, I mean and that's that's the thing is that scene's not amazing but that moment is amazing when you find out that Hydra's is shield is such a. Big bold move for them to do. It really was like that's that was a a step. That was a hefty step. So based on our math here, we have a pretty solid list. There's only two ties. Are there? And we and we're, and we're, and we're, and we'll talk through them. Okay. First scene is vodka. Uh, <laughs> the the Erskine scene. Okay. That's number ten. Yep. Number ten on our list. I'm okay is, with that. Is Erskine? Uh, did you have any honorable mentions? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't know if Not you had really. any. Uh, I, I just I, I mentioned I, a couple of them wrote, as you went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, number number ten on our list is Erskine talking to Steve Rogers. Yep, great scene. 
Uh, we've we've discussed them all. Great scene. Number nine and number eight, we have a tie, so we need you to decide. Ooh. We're gonna talk about this. We have Punisher in the graveyard mm. versus You Killed My Mom. That's a. Those are two great scenes. Oh man. And uh, I mean, we can make our cases that we 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 each picked one of those. We can make our cases for those. I would make a case for the Civil War scene, just saying that they they both involved a loved one's death. I would even say that if you're saying what's the better scene, that is a more dramatic scene and a more touching scene. the The Punisher graveyard scene is a more touching scene. Yeah, but but the. The Civil War scene has all of that emotion, most of that emotion. It has some of that emotion. I, has, I won't say it matches it tone it has, for tone. It has a lot of that emotion in it, but, but it also has that amazing spectacle. Exactly, and, and that's and, and we had to balance that on this list. And I think that if you had to compare those two scenes, that the spectacle gives that one a bit of an edge, even though it does. I agree. If you're going based purely on emotion, Punisher wins every time. But I think the spectacle might give it its its. But I mean, you know, if also, you make another case, I'm, I'm. Well, also with Civil War came one of my honorable mentions. Like in that in that sequence, there was the there was their fight, but also outside there was Black Panther talking to Zemo. Yeah, I would say that's the same scene. That's it, all the same right, scene. Right, that's what I'm saying. And like that's, that's part of it. And that, that that particular little tidbit was on my honorable mentions. Like, the living I'm not yet through with you. That scene might contain the emotional weight yeah. of the Punisher scene, honestly. And now, if you want to bring that into the fold, I'll do that, uh, just to to, to, get, to give this one. I'm, I'm, um, I'm already saying that <laughs> the Civil War one gets it. Okay. So um, we'll put Punisher Graveyard at number nine. Punisher Graveyard at number nine. Number eight, we have Civil War final battle sequence with Black Panther outside. Black Panther in that scene. I almost killed the wrong man. When he says, I see vengeance has consumed you. Vengeance has consumed you. Vengeance. I am through it, letting it consume me. It also consumes them. And they're fighting inside. Yes. Oh, my God. I am through letting it consume me. God, that's such a huge decision on his part. <laughs> so good. That is so mature that I would not be able to do that. Nope, nope, nope. I, he's such a bigger man than me. Like, yeah. On a lot of levels. <laughs> Have you seen the, the casting pictures of him? Or the, the pictures in Entertainment Weekly? I've seen some, yeah. Ooh, that man has got some shoulders on him. <laughs> uh, so, that's number 10. Erskine, number nine, Punisher in the Graveyard, number eight, Killed My Mom. You Killed My Mom. Plus Fight. And number seven is Steve Rogers jumping on a grenade. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny that we have those two scenes. They're both in there. They both even made the top ten, which was no easy feat. A lot of those things got tossed out because they were both high enough on our list to make it on their own without needing a needing a match, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Just it, that shows how important the Steve Rogers character is to this universe. I, I think that's really cool. Number six is Dad Talk. Vulture giving oh, yeah. giving the dad talk. Adrian Toomes to, to throwing down to Peter Parker. Um, it's a new scene. It's it's fresh, but man, it brought life to that movie in a way I did not expect. I expected that movie to be fun and exciting, but that scene blew me away. That scene scared me. That scene scared me too. And now we have our next tie. Uh oh. Um, we have a tie for. Five or four. We got to figure out which one's going to be where. We have the bargain. Dormammu have come to bargain. Dormammu have come to bargain. And the Chitari fight. I got to give that one to Dormammu. I've come really? to bargain. Yes. Mm. The the Chitari fight is really cool, and it's everything that we were hoping for. You know, it was the first like big yeah. scene of like, oh my god, everybody's coming together. But then. Everything that Doctor Strange has gone through has led to this moment, and it is the most original villain defeat that we have seen. I agree. Well, see, no, no, I disagree. It's the. It's definitely the. I def, At that point, it's the most original. 
But that scene is the first time we've ever seen all these heroes together, working together. And it is the most original fight that we've had. And you talk about everything that Doctor Strange has gone through. This is the culmination of everything of Phase 1. Like, this is where it all came from. It's why it's my number one. And so I've got to fight for it a little bit. But it's my number one because it's... It was, at the time, the pinnacle of everything we'd seen, and I think that Doctor Strange has a long way to go. I think whatever Doctor Strange does to help them defeat Thanos will probably blow the Chitauri scene out of the water. I mean, anything that comes up in Infinity War is going to blow everything else out of the water. I, I, I agree, but my point is, like, that's the thing, is like... This is, I just feel like it's almost apples and oranges to me. And that's why it's number one versus my number, like, it was my, my number nine, or eight or seven. Um, because the it, I love the scene. I love, love, love it. But that Chitauri scene is the culmination of so much. And it's the it's the collision of all... Talking about where how you talk about Doctor Strange have been through so much, but, like, the Hulk and Iron Man and Thor, and Captain America. All of them had been through so much. And Hawkeye. And Loki. And Loki. And Natasha. Like, even that. And wanna, Selvig. So so he's a great... Dormammu <sighs> seems like a great villain. But let's talk about just the villain that's being defeated in that scene. Okay. It's the beginning of Thanos. It's the, it's the first time... Th- it's the first wave of Infinity War. Like, it's the beginning of the Infinity War. And it's Loki who is well-recognized as the strongest villain in the MCU to date. And it's that's that's the battle scene where you see him fought. You know, like, just, I, I totally agree. You're that, making a really strong case for nostalgia. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, and I'm totally with you that the Dormammu scene is amazing. We both completely agree with that. I think it was, it was really high on my list. Um, I think it was like... <laughs> One of us picked six and four, and one of us picked six and four for the other one, so they ended up like reversing each other. Yeah. Um, But they're just so. I just think that it's a solo movie ending with an amazing twist. And to me, it's just that the Chitari scene is the culmination of everything of phase one. And it has that amazing. It has the emotional element, and the, sa- the same way, I mean, it almost has all the elements. You talk about, we talked earlier about uh, Doctor Strange being willing to die, and that's such a powerful thing. It's that same arc for Tony. Tony has thought everything he was going to get out of everything, and in that moment where he grabs that missile and tries to call Pepper, and Pepper never gets his call, and he thinks... It's all over, but I've got to save the world. And since goes into first man out in the cosmic universe, it's just I I just well, he wasn't the first man. uh, Yeah, you know, as far (laughs) as he knows, yeah, first man out that far into the galaxy. It's It's just first Iron Man out that right, and his suit's giving up, and he falls back to Earth, and you think he's done, and then the Hulk catches it. It just, it's just to me. I gotta give it to the, between those two. I gotta give it to the Chitari. Okay, you, okay. You agree? Should sure. I make my case? I mean, if you, if you, yes, if yes, you think I you didn't, you case. can fight me more. Back. You made the case. Yes. I, it's hard to argue with nostalgia. I mean, I, don't I feel it too. Nostalgia. I, I, I even agree with you. Like, I'm, I am grading on a scale. I wouldn't even say nostalgia. I am grading on a scale of how novel it is. I think it's more that. The the particular scene that you're talking about, the the final fight of the Avengers, is it has more uh, it has more clout, more weight. It means more, not just as far as uh, nerdgasm, but it means more as far as like the the movies, the characters, the company. Like, yeah, it means more to uh, you know Marvel Studios being able to to finally pull this together and show that it can be done i think so too and i think in a little bit of the way it's the same argument we had with the punisher and the civil war scene it's the spectacle of it there's all those emotional beats happening but they're a little bit pushed in the back whereas the dormammu i mean and that's that's the point it's so pretty though it's so pretty (laughs) it's so pretty it's so amazing i'm i'm totally on board um but i think that 
part of what you have to have and what we had to balance on this whole thing is the spectacle versus that emotional and like decide is the scene emotional enough to even be on the list because it had to have some emotional core you know yep um and i I think that scene has a lot of emotion wrapped in it especially with iron man and especially with loki and thor um but it also has the most amazing spectacle and the most amazing wonder i've ever seen yeah um and that even goes for what is going to be even higher on our list, the hallway scene. Um, the Wonder is, is is just ridiculous in that scene. Um, of course, it's all CGI, and that's what makes the hallway scene gives it its edge. It's real life. They shot that. They, yeah, um, it took them like eight to nine takes to get that. Yeah, that's and awesome. And just they spent so long on that. All of the fatigue that you see from the fighters fighting each other, it's actual real fatigue. It's so good. Like, it's they so didn't good. have to act. When they're just, like, just there. <laughs> And, like, and when and he, like, he leans, he falls against the wall, and it's just kind of like, I'm going to take this one breath while this guy gets up. <laughs> There's a part at the end, he gets to the very end of the hallway and literally falls on the ground. And everyone else is on the ground, too, but he just lays on the ground for a good ten seconds. Yep. And then, like, gets to his feet just in time to stop the next guy. Such a good scene. Yep. Um, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, we've decided number five. Dormammu have come, come to bargain. To bargain. Uh, number four, the Chitari fight sequence, the end of Avengers one, number three, the final climactic, the climactic ending of guardians (laughs) of the galaxy is our number three on our list. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of emotion in that one. There is, there really is. And Uh, it's really pretty. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's funny. Yeah. And it, it's intense. It has so much going for it. It it's, has such a broad range. It's funny. It's, and that's that's the thing about Guardians is they don't care that the final scene is, is going to be funny and serious and action-packed and... Incredibly uh, emotionally touching. Yeah, and visually beautiful and have real stakes. It's just such a great scene. We've said so much about it already. But yeah, the dance-off scene through the Infinity Stone scene... Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Number yourself, two. bitch. We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, I need to see that movie again right now. Um, <laughs> it's not too late. It's only like one in the morning right now. Uh, yeah, quarter till. Yeah, all right. We're fine. Number two on our list. Yeah? Daredevil Hallway. The Daredevil Hallway scene. Season one, episode two. That's right. We just we were just talking about it because we couldn't help ourselves because it's that good. Daredevil Hallway scene. Yep. Um, we won't even say anymore. It's that it's just great. It's just amazing. Yep. Um, and I'm I'm I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm proud of that one. Making number two. Yeah. Of all the movies, all everything. Number two is the Daredevil it's Hallway scene. It's a Netflix scene. series. Yeah. And I uh, don't even feel bad about it. No. Um, it deserves every ounce of that. It really does. And number one, number one with a bullet. The very our very favorite scene. From the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the airport scene. The airport fight. Civil War. Civil War. Germany airport scene. Uh, it's just, it, what, what else can be said that hasn't been said? It's the spectacle. Yeah. It's, you, we were just talking about the Chitari scene and how it had to win because it had all the spectacle and it's the culmination of all the stuff. That's what Civil War is right now. Yep. That Civil War sequence. Um, and I think there's a reason Age of Ultron isn't on here is because it got beaten out by by the OG by by the by the next scene you know like yeah. it had its novelty in the Chitari scene it's like the first time we'd seen that and Civil War is the most recent and best time we've seen all these heroes on the same battlefield fighting oh there's a there's another aspect to the uh, the Civil War not Civil War to the uh, the Marvel's the Avengers one with the Chitari. Uh, there's another aspect of that is the amazing orchestral work by Alan Silvestri. Yeah, that's true. Because that song sticks with me forever and always. That's the song that we used when my group, uh, the Steampunk Avengers, went on stage at the Dragon Con Masquerade. That's the song yeah. that we used to come to walk out on the ma- or like during the Masquerade costume contest. We got Best Journeyman with that. 
That's I don't awesome. think it was just because of the song. You know, we had great costumes, but like <laughs> that's how much that song means to me. Is the, forever and always that one sticks right here. Bum 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 bum. I will sing along with it yeah. every time. That's good. That's great. Man, I think we did a pretty good I list. Think we there's, got a solid list. There's here. nothing on here. Is there any anything you feel like we need to dispute? No. I think I think they ended up really well placed. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad we didn't combine our two thoughts about the Captain America two, even though Captain America one, even though they were the right there together. I think if we put those together, it would have ended up. It would have cheapened it. Well, it would have ended up number two as well. Oh yeah, and I think those scenes are amazing. And I'm glad I, there's yeah, two. Yeah, I just of don't them. think they deserve number two. I think it's I think it's interesting that there's two. <laughs> there's two. Captain America solo solo not even fight sequences yep there's two character moments for Captain America and I think it's because he's the heart of the thing he really is the heart and and having him like on there twice is kind of fun uh so yeah again that's the Erskine is number 10 number 9 Punisher Graveyard number 8 Civil War you killed my mom number 7 Steve Rogers throwing himself on a grenade. Number six, Dad Talk with the Vulture. Number five, I'm here, I've come to make a bargain. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Number four, the Chitauri fight sequence. Number three, final Guardians of the Galaxy face off with Ronan. Number two, Daredevil hallway scene. And the number one is the airport scene. The airport. Civil War, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good list. It's a good list. Ship I really, it. I enjoyed this. Let us know if you have any thoughts on our, on our. Uh, yeah, let us know if you process. disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if if there's scenes we missed, let us know. We, like we're crazy. What are your honorable mentions? Yeah, Let's send that in. Yeah, and like we get a bunch of them, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll tally them up. See what you guys think. Um, oh yeah, we can do like a top five from all the listeners. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you, 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 honestly, hey, if you guys send in your own top tens, if we get more than three, more than two, honestly, uh, we will make <laughs> a listener top ten the same way we just did with ours. We'll we'll give them points. We'll we'll assign values and uh, flip them, and we'll do a listener top ten and just see how close it is to what we got. Uh, yeah, send in your top tens. That'd be cool. Um, well, guys. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, 573-CAST-MCU is the voicemail if you want to call and leave a voicemail. And if you'd like to support us uh, like Nathaniel Muzzy did and uh, commission an episode, I think this was a really cool one. Thank this you, Nathaniel. This was a good one. Uh, Patreon.com slash MCUcast. I think the $3 level allows you to commission an episode. And as basically, I plan to make our way through the list of patrons that have given at that level as often as we can. So the more patrons we get, the less often it'll be. But right now, I think there's only two at that level. And so. Well, it's the three and four dollar level, right? It's the three and four dollar level. Uh, but uh, it, as long as we're, we'll probably bounce back and forth between our ones who have given at that level. So if you get in now, you may get some extra cool commissioned episodes that will be just dedicated to you. This one's dedicated to Nathaniel Muzzy. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Nathaniel. We will talk to you guys next week. Until next time, true believers. 